it's your old boy Gilberg here, WWF's longest reigning light heavyweight champion. Well, brother, I want to congratulate you and Strength Talk Wrestling, baby, for hitting 200 episodes. That's awesome, man. You do the local Ontario area and all around the world. That is the best. And uh, I got to say hi to your daughter, man, because I understand she's one of the hosts, too. Hi, Minnie. How you doing? And, uh, well, the person who got me to do this said, Bad Bunny's garbage. But I got to admit, seeing what he did, it really made me feel good that he, he liked the sport enough to learn how to do it properly and did a really good job, to be honest with you. Bad Bunny really isn't all that bad, if you know what I mean. But uh, it's from Adam, man. Adam, I'm sorry, brother. I know you don't like Bad Bunny, and I don't like him either, but he did a heck of a job, you got to admit. So, brother, let me tell you, George, from the Gilbert and Adam. <laughs> What up, everybody? It's the Machine Gun Carl Anderson. I'm out here watching my son play basketball on our basketball court. <laughs> hey, congratulations to Straight Talk Wrestling, man, on episode 200. 200? Yo, congrats, man. And this is to many more. Too sweet. George, this is the Phil and Flash, TJP, and I just want to say congratulations on 200 episodes for Straight Talk Wrestling. It's a hell of a run. Thank you so much for having me on in the past and I look forward to what you're going to be doing in the future and I hope that I will be right back here wishing you another congratulations after the next 200 episodes and beyond but from the cruiser great to you George congratulations keep up the good work and I can't wait to be back on again and chop it up we talk wrestling 200 episodes 200 do people understand how much of an undertaking 200 episodes is it's not as easy as people may think it is it takes a lot of time a lot of effort went into that. So congratulations to Straight Talk Wrestling. And here's to 200 more and 200 more and 200 more. So congratulations, man. And I look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Hey, everyone. It's the interview queen, Alicia Toot here. And I would like to wish Straight Talk Wrestling a very special congratulations on hitting 200 episodes. I remember celebrating my 100 episode milestone, my 200, my 1000. It's just a matter of time before you blink. And next thing you know, you have way more under your belt. It is a huge accomplishment. You guys are awesome. I love being on the show. So well done. Thank you and keep it up. Congrats. Hey, Bianca Corelli here, and I just want to say a big congratulations, Straight Talk Wrestling. Episode 200, that's amazing. George, you do a mean interview. Keep it up. Look forward to seeing what interviews you got in store for the future. Hey guys, it's Georgia Smith here in Tampa, Florida. I just wanted to give a shout out and a congratulations to Straight Talk Wrestling for their 200th episode. What a milestone. Thank you guys so much for having me, and I can't wait to be back on again. And again, congratulations, you guys. Hey, Straight Talk Wrestling, this is Josh Alexander. Some people call me the walking weapon. Some people call me the Iron Man. People are now calling me the Impact Wrestling Exhibition Champion. I just wanted to reach out and say congrats on your 200th episode. Now there's gonna be many more. What's up, guys? Chase Owens here, member of Bullet Club. And I just want to congratulate Straight Talk Wrestling on episode 200. That's a big milestone. Hopefully, there's many more. And hopefully, they're just too sweet. 200 episodes. Oh, man. George, congratulations on your 200th episode of Straight Talk Wrestling. Here's to 200. No, no. Here's to 2,000 and 200 more. Yeah. 2,200 more. Congratulations, my friend. George, it's Alexia. I just wanted to say congratulations on your 200th episode. Um, you've been such a great host. If you had me on three times, I can't wait to be on a fourth. Congrats again. Did you do anything yet for the Straight Talk 200th episode? It's, it's a big deal. I gotta, I'm gonna whip up a video right now. What did you do for it? I drank a beer. I drank another beer. Three beers. Four beers. Five beers. Six beers. Seven beers, eight beers, nine beers. Well, you might be an alcoholic then, but uh, anyways, congratulations, George, on 200 episodes. Congrats to you and the mini host. Here's to 200 more. Here's to 2,000. Here's to 2 million more. Congrats, brother. This is Jeremy Prophet, the harbinger of truth. And a lot of people think I'm the only one that spits the truth. 
but there's a guy by the name of George who's celebrating his 200 episodes on Straight Talk. And that man brings the heat, brings the entertainment, and has definitely got some of the best mic skills in all of podcasting. So from one G to another, here's to you on 200 episodes. Keep up the great work. And that's the truth. Here we go. Congratulations, George. 200 episodes. Wow. Unbelievable. To 200 more. To 1,000 more. Keep up the great work. You, my friend, are an inspiration to all Canadian wrestling podcasters. And we can't forget the contributions of the future. The mini host. Congratulations to her as well. And remember, wrestling is life. Hey, Straight Talk Wrestling, Danny Granger from Danny Granger's Art. Thanks a lot for having me on one of your 200 episodes. 200 episodes are a pretty big deal, and here's to 2,000 more, if you're feeling up to it. All right, thanks again, guys. Congratulations. What can be said about Straight Talk Wrestling having 200 episodes that hasn't already been said? Nothing, really. And my advice to you would be, this should be the last one. Quit while you're ahead. 200's a great number. It's uh, divisible by a lot. And what's the next one after 200? It's not going to be 250. The next milestone's not even 300. you got to go to 500 now. And that's more than double what you've already done. And it sounds exhausting. So my advice to you would be to make this the last. But hold your head high. Straight talk going, stay not safe Before you cross me, look both ways Leaving the scene, with no trace Not in my lead, you out of place I'm not at the top, I'm out of space Can't eat with us, we're out of place I'm doing fine, I'm feeling great You're not my fan, you can't relate Straight talk going, state to state What's going on, Straight Talk Faithful? It's your host, your boy, George McKay And if you're watching this, you stuck with us through day one If you're watching it for the first time, welcome This is episode 200. Wow. And as you saw at the beginning of the show, some of those shout outs were incredible from some legends in this business, current stars, reigning champions, also some felling podcast and family. At the end of the show, I'm going to show more shout outs. I reached out to a whole bunch of former guests and podcasters in this great podcasting community that we have. And a lot of people came through with shout outs. I reached out to some people that didn't get back to me in time. That's all good. It's all love at the end of the day. But man, oh man, what a journey for and three quarter years coming up on our five year anniversary in September. And a lot of people might ask, why didn't you wait till the five year anniversary to do this highlight show? I didn't want to. I felt 200 was an important number, special number, something that I would literally cherish uh, and that I have cherished from the start of this journey from with my former co hosts, uh, Steve the Animal Mitchell and the voice of reason, Michelle Rougeau. Uh, we started this journey together. And then after doing upwards of 30 episodes with Michelle before. We parted ways and then doing an additional some odd 50 with Steve before we parted ways and then carrying the flag for the last 115, 120 uh, solo has been a humbling, honoring, and amazing experience. And that's one of the cardinal rules in this business, this game. You got to stay humble. The podcasting game, much like the wrestling business, can be shady at times. Uh, you know, you can be ghosted. People don't reach out to you. Uh, people don't get back to you. Um, you wonder how other podcasters got guests that you reached out to. And at the end of the day, yeah, a little bit of frustration sets in, but you just strive through it and you conquer and you keep fighting and you keep growing and you keep trying to bring great content to the world. Cause at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. And to all of you, the straight talk faithful, all I want to say is thank you. Thank you for allowing me to keep content coming. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. Thank you for supporting because support is free. And I definitely appreciate the support on this road to 200. It has been, like I said, one hell of a journey. All the conversations that I've talked to. And this episode is going to feature a highlight reel of, uh, I had to narrow it down. It was crazy. I had to narrow it down in my top 10. But these 10 uh, conversations were some of my favorites. Again, I, I couldn't, I could have kept it at 20 or 30. There's so much great content that I have on this show and so many great conversations that I've had. It was hard to narrow down the 10. Uh, and in no particular order, these 10 are the 10 I feel are my personal favorites, uh, favorites that I've, I've just loved talking to these people. And I've become friends and colleagues with these people um, because 
we're kind of in the wrestling business together. They are performing, they're entertaining, they are producing, they're doing everything, but they're allowing me to share their stories. And that's the most amazing part. And whenever I get to have a conversation with anybody in this business from local indie talent to uh, up and coming stars, to current stars, to reigning champions, it is just nothing short of amazing. And this four plus year journey has been incredible. Uh, it's been a lot of late nights, a lot of early mornings, uh, you know, uh, shoot job. Uh, doesn't make it easy. Family time doesn't make it easy, but I'm a, a proud girl dad. You all know that my two uh, amazing daughters, uh, the mini host and uh, my five-year-old. Uh, they are the bright spots and my wife. Uh, big shout out to Mrs. Host. She is uh, my rock. Whenever I think I can't do something, whenever I think I have doubts in my own mind a lot, uh, you know, mental health is no joke, but I have doubts in my own mind and sometimes get a little bit depressed about the way things are going. But my wife's always like, remember why you got into this. Remember why you wanted to do this. Remember why you started this four, four plus years ago. And it was to just have great conversations with so many amazing people. And uh, it's, it's been incredible. It's been one hell of a ride and it's not going to stop. Uh, you know, I got a new shoot job and I'll be starting that a week after this airs and um, got to see how the schedule pans out. But I'm going to keep bringing content to you uh, on a regular or semi-regular may have to switch up the schedule. We don't know, uh, but I'm not going to worry about that now. I'm just going to enjoy running through these couple of interviews with you. And then at the end, I'll show more shout outs as we wrap up the 200. But to everyone that's been down from day one, thank you. Uh, everyone that has arrived a little bit later on in the time, thank you. Anybody that's new, welcome. I hope you like the channel and I hope you subscribe and I hope you like the content, the past content and the future content that I'm bringing because man, oh man, after the 200, I got some crazy conversations coming up and uh, I'm excited to share those with all of you. But hey, let's get it started, right? So in no particular order, well, I guess I have to do an order, but in my order, here is my top 10 favorite interviews. <laughs> is a Canadian legend. Uh, she was my first vidcast. She is the goddess of hardcore, as I called her. She's the queen of hardcore, as I called her, uh, Lou Fisto. One hell of an amazing, amazing story that was shared. And right around that time, we talked about everything from hardcore to her um, fight with CCW and what they had done in uh, women's wrestling and how they had taken a step back by having videos released and dubbing them as dirty girls and dirty fights. It was just a whole fiasco. And it was uh, right for her to speak up and raise her voice and be heard because that was right at the time of the speaking out movement. And, and that's what kind of, I'm not gonna say it snowballed the speaking out movement, but that's what allowed more people to have a voice in what was going on backstage and saying, no, this is not right. We need to be held accountable. So this is a clip of Lufisto on the CCW rebanding and how it set back women's wrestling. Take a look at this one. So when this happened, uh, it's like you're telling us everything you promised us is no good anymore because you got money for the matches and the rest you don't care. Even Blake was really vocal about it. I, like he said something like, I feel like the work I put in this project is completely destroyed. Um, and the main problem also is like a lot of people are mixing so many things. Um, Yes, we do know as independent wrestlers that when we go on a show, we know there's going to be footage that's going to be distributed either to iSpot, independent women, uh, independent wrestling, the Title Match Network, uh, as DVDs. Like we are aware of that. And honestly, we are cool with that. This is how independent wrestling survives. They can pay us to perform by selling the footage. Um, doing merchandise and that's how they can keep going and do the shows, which everything is fine about that. We have no problem. We don't get royalties. Um, and I mean, it's, it's, we absolutely get it. And it's something we accept and that we know, like we're not, because people were mixing up like, Oh, you want money from the footage? It's like, no, 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 that's not what we're saying. The problem here is that the rebranding, it's a great clip and a great guest. And Lufisto, if you are watching, much love and appreciation to you for being the first uh, vidcast that I ever did. And it was crazy, crazy, crazy fun. And I can't wait to do it again because uh, if you're uh, if you're watching, would love to get you back on the show again because you were hands down one of my all-time favorite women in the business. 
one of my all-time favorite wrestlers in the business. And um, thank you. Thank you for being a part of the Straight Talk family and being one of the first. Oof, man, oh man, another fantastic lady in the business, uh, somebody I cherish, uh, was one of the first big names that I got on Straight Talk Wrestling, Vicky Guerrero. Oh, Vicky Guerrero, man, I, I reached out to her through DM, and she got back to me, said she'd love to be on the show, and uh, it was uh, such a great conversation. It was right in and around the time period of her getting officially signed to AEW, and also the Dark Side of the Ring episode uh, on Chris Benoit. And we talked a lot about both. But one thing that we also did talk about was in around the same time period is the ban from WWE. She uh, appeared on AEW in late December and of 2019. And I had her on in 2020. And um, she had lined up a couple of interviews with WWE talent. And one of the talent was actually told to call her per Mark Carano and tell her she's no longer allowed to access the talent because she had been an AEW. Now, as we all know, Mark Carano was recently released from the company for what he did to Mickey James uh, in sending her belongings to her in a trash bag. Uh, well, Mark Carano is uh, a trashy human being and um, glad that WWE shed their skin of him and any relationships with him because rightfully so, he uh, did not know how to handle good business. But check out this clip of Vicky Guerrero talking about the WWE ban. Take a look. So when I asked a certain superstar, you know, to be on my show, he called me back about a few days later and said, hey, well, um, Mark Carano from WWE told me to tell you that you're banned from the superstars because you showed up on All Elite. And so I was like, really? You know, and it, it kind of it hurt my feelings because I've never done anything to them. And, you know, George, as being a podcaster, that. When you have people on your show, it's about promoting them. It's about making them the highlight and getting their career out there so people can learn more about the superstars. So there was no monetary obligation I was asking from them. I just wanted to interview everyone that I could because there's a lot of wrestlers out there from all promotions that would give great content. Um, so I got the message loud and clear, and there was a few other people from WWE that I couldn't interview, and I let them know that, WWE said that I wasn't allowed to interview them and I went on my podcast and just gave my own story because you know I've, I've been I gave them almost 20 years with between Eddie and I and I was kind of you know pissed off but then at the same time I didn't need a hug from them to value my career or what I could do after WWE so if, if I interview anyone after WWE, it's because they've been released or they're not active or they're already retired. So I stay away from WWE and, and I do not choose to go back to WWE because, um, you know, it's just I know the politics and I know the, you know, how it works over there. And just like in any promotion, you know, I would want to work hand in hand and, you know, give everybody a great interview. But um, there's a lot of other great content and other promotions uh, to interview wrestlers and other celebrities and so i'm having a great time you know i'm not gonna let them you know turn out my candle so to speak you know so i'm going full speed ahead and i wish them well but um i'm on my own now you know so all is good and that was that that was a clip so vicky guerrero thank you so much for uh being a part of the straight talk family being one of the early big names to uh honor me with your presence and it was a great conversation and a great blessing and much like the lufisto conversation that was number 10 uh, if there's ever a chance to do it again, let's do it because you were an amazing person. You're one of the sweetest people in the business and um, you're just incredible. So thank you, Vicky Guerrero, for being a part of the Straight Talk family. Man, oh man, number eight. This is crazy. I was able to sit down with Moose uh, right before his match with Rich Swan to unify the TNA and Impact World titles. And uh, we talked a lot about... Uh, that match upcoming, we talked a lot about Willie Mack. We talked a lot about who he liked to face in AEW and who he said was not a surprise, but uh, how he stated it was a little bit of a surprise. Check out this clip on Moose saying he'd love to face Sting, but he could beat him in under five minutes. Yeah, that's the truth. So this is number eight. Check out this clip. Um, the only one person there, I mean, they, they have a lot of phenomenal talents there. I mean, they have, they have a lot of great guys, but the only one that entices me, honestly, is Stain, because he, he, he's, when you mentioned the TNA Heavyweight Championship, Sting is one of the great names that comes up, comes up. So I might never know. I mean, I would like to give Sting a shot at 
what he used to have, and I'm sure I could beat him in less than five minutes. Less than five, really? So you say he's yeah. a legend, but then you say you can handle him in five minutes. Yeah, because I'm a god. I've become a fan of Moose, uh, absolutely 150%, and uh, I appreciate his athleticism. Um, in that clip, though, a little bit ego, but hey, when you call yourself a wrestling god, I guess you have to have the ego to back that up. But that was a great conversation. Uh, Moose, thank you so much for taking out the time, and shout out to Ross Foreman uh, for hooking that one up for me, because that was a really, really big get and draw at the time, and uh, it was one of uh, my more successful clips. So thank you very much for that, Ross, and Impact Wrestling, and opening up their roster to me. It's been an incredible partnership and relationship with them. Um, yeah, so thank you so much. That was uh, number eight. Seven. Man, oh man, number seven was something special. Number seven was uh, me having Josh Alexander, the walking weapon, back onto Straight Talk. And uh, this was shortly after, uh, well, this was during his run with Ethan Page, that epic run that they went on as tag team champions. And uh, I was actually one of the ones to break the news about Josh getting signed. It was at a local indie show here in, uh, well, I live in Brampton, but it was in Mississauga, which is still about 25 minutes outside of Toronto. So for anybody looking for logistics or, you know, where we were at at the time. And this was uh, us talking about me posting the clip of Josh getting signed by Scott Demore, which kind of broke Twitter that day. I got over 20,000 views on that clip of Scott Demore saying, you're not the hottest uh, unsigned indie talent. You're the fastest rising star in Impact Wrestling. And you got a three-year motherfucking deal. That was a clip. And I talked to Josh about that moment and uh, what that moment meant to him. One word that would describe it. And this is a great clip and how classy Josh Alexander is. He's a longtime friend of mine and a longtime friend of Straight Talk Wrestling. Every time we've reached out to him from stuff with the mini hosts coming back on the show, Josh has been nothing but endearing and an incredible human being and one hell of a fighter in the ring. And I'm so happy that he's the X-Division champion right now and he is showcasing his skills in a single style. Uh, I don't want it to stop. I want him to go after that Impact World title. Uh, so Kenny Omega, you know, uh, if you get past Moose, I hope Josh Alexander gets a shot at you because I think he could dethrone the belt collector. But take a look at this clip of Josh talking about getting signed to Impact Wrestling. Uh, it was overwhelming. I mean, I think it would be for anybody at that time. I was what, 13 years into my wrestling career. The whole story of everything, you know, being taken away, coming back, having to work harder and all that stuff. Thinking it would ever happen and then having it happen right in that moment. <clears throat> I mean, if it was, it happened in the perfect place and probably at the perfect time. Because I've, I've, I've honestly never been more ready for an opportunity like that. And I've clearly made the best of it. So, yeah, overwhelming would be the word I'd use. So again, Josh Alexander, thank you so much for being a part of the Straight Talk family, being on the show. And I, today's all love. Today, there's going to be nothing but thank yous. I'm going to repeat the word thank you till kingdom come. But Josh Alexander, you're an amazing member of the Straight Talk family, and I'm honored to call you a friend and a colleague. You are so, so down to earth and just such an amazing cat. And thank you again for being a part of the Straight Talk wrestling family. She is one of my all-time favorite women in the business. Uh, hands down, love her to death. And I've had her on the show once before. I've tried to get her back on the show. We've kind of gone back and forth, uh, DMs, you know, yada, yada, yada. But she's so busy right now with everything that she's doing in the wrestling business, and I understand. But Thunder Rosa, uh, this was her uh, conversation we had in early April of 2020. Pandemic had just started. But this is us talking about her breaking down barriers and becoming the first Mexican-born female to hold the nwa women's champion and it's a big moment in history it's a big groundbreaking moment in the wrestling business and uh, check out this clip of her talking about being the first mexican-born female to hold the nwa women's championship take a look thank you and um you know and again this is something that uh it took 70 years or 80 years to happen <laughs> so um I'm really proud that, uh, again, uh, Billy, Lagana, and all the NWA team believe in my in my abilities as a wrestler, as a performer, as an entertainer. And then now I'm, I'm holding this title with a lot of respect and, and I'm just waiting for all this, you know, craziness to, to pass so um, I can start, like, promoting uh, NWA and the NWA um, women's division, you know? 
what can you say about Thunder Rosa? So humble, so endearing, such a classy person. I love her to death. And I hope one day to get her back on the show because I'd love to talk about her career and what has happened since then. And uh, again, she's just an epic person, a down-to-earth sweetheart of a lady. And um, yeah, love her to death. So Thunder Rosa, thank you so much for being a member of the Straight Talk family. And uh, hope we can do it again down the line for sure. Five. Five. This is where the list gets really tough, guys. It got really tough for me. But number five is one of my all-time favorite uh, cruiserweights in the business. Uh, one of the most hardworking guys in the business. You consistently see him on TV from MLW to uh, Impact. Um, and you could have also caught him early on in the Cruiserweight Classic. And he became the inaugural WWE Cruiserweight Champion. I'm talking about TJP, TJ Perkins. And this is us talking about my favorite match at the CWC tournament. And that is him versus Johnny Gargano in round two. Uh, you know, a lot of people talk about his uh, semifinal matches and his finals matchups. They were great. But this match for me uh, told one hell of a story. Check out this clip of TJP on the match with Johnny Gargano at the CWC tournament. It's funny because a lot of guys will ask me about the CWC and memories of it or like what my favorite moments were. Um, and they always lead me towards like the semifinals and finals with, especially with Ibushi uh, and, and, you know, Metallic as well. But I, I feel like Gargano might've been my favorite match, but I really, really liked that one. I think that was round two and every, it just felt, I felt more on in that match than almost any match I've ever had. Like my, like I, I felt every decision, I felt every, tempo change um it's like i used an analogy recently uh, on social media about being being like a quarterback in the ring which is to say like being a ring general and that was one of the few matches ever where i really felt like like i could close my eyes it was like using the force like i it felt like i like i was one with every decision like everything that it felt right. And I, I love that match so much. And Gargano is so amazingly talented. We're very similar in the stuff that we like to do in the ring. And um, he's always been a wonderful opponent for me. Um, you know, we, we've had a couple matches in other places and, and he's incredible. I, I love watching him work. Um, and it was an honor to be with him in that, in the ring that night, for sure. Man, oh man, TJ Perkins. Uh, what a classy dude, classy act, humble, respectful, and uh, somebody I, I'm honored to call a friend and a colleague as well. Um, and I, I know he wants to come back on the show. Uh, he said that in his shout out. Uh, I don't know if I, you know, depending on where I placed it at the time, because I'm recording this and then I'm working all the shout outs in. But if I placed it at the beginning, you saw that he said he can't wait to come back and chop it up. Or if I placed it at the end, you'll see that he said he can't wait to come back and chop it up. So TJP, if you're watching, definitely down for round two, man. Thank you again for the time and uh, coming on my little platform. And it, it, it's all love and respect. And thank you, sir. You are one of the good ones in this business. Man, the list is getting crazy right now. The list is getting insane. But number four is somebody who's become a very good friend of mine. Uh, we talk you know, pretty much on the regular through DMs, you know, and uh, he hit me up with a shout out right away when I asked, no questions asked. He came back and did an amazing five questions with my daughter, no question asked. And that is Tyson Kidd, aka TJ Wilson. Uh, what a class act of a human being, man. Just uh, so amazing, so humble, so kind, so honest, and so incredibly proud uh, to have him on the show and uh, to call him a friend. But this is a clip of us talking about his tag team run with Cesaro and that it went six months to the day from when it started to when he got injured by the muscle buster from Samoa Joe that ended his uh, in-ring career. Uh, and this was him talking about that time uh, with Cesaro and how special it was and that he's happy that if his, his run had to stop, he was glad it went out on that because what a body of work to leave, leave on for sure. Check out this clip of TJ Wilson on his tag team run with Cesaro. Lasting effect in this little tag run that I had with Cesaro, uh, I guess the shame of it is like, I don't think we scratched the surface. I think um, I think we were only just beginning to be perfectly honest. I, and I, I've had a lot of time to reflect and I kind of, I'll, I'll, I can't change it. So I'll just take the positive out of it in a weird, as much as this may not make sense in a weird way, I'm kind of, I'm not glad my career, my in-ring career ended, but if it had to end, I'm glad it ended 
for me, for Tyson at my peak and not maybe a year before coming out of a knee injury and maybe you're unsure if I'm able to kind of reach that next level or not. Or at least the way it went down, I had that NXT run and I had those six months with Cesaro. So um, I just have to be grateful for that, to be honest. TJ, 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 much love. Thank you again for being on the show, man. Uh, the multiple times you've been on the show and you're uh, an incredible producer and uh, you're an incredible content creator for WWE. Uh, the matches you produce are bar none, some of the best. Uh, and I'm so happy that you're your production side for the women because uh, their skills have been able to flourish under your guidance. And that's just my own personal opinion. You don't have to agree with it or disagree with it, but that's my own personal opinion. So TJ, thank you so much for the love. Man, oh man, this is uh, my heart. One of my early on uh, crushes in the wrestling business, uh, Maria Canales. Um, love this lady to death. It was a great conversation. What a story uh, we were able to tell in that, uh, that hour-long conversation that we did have. And one of my favorite moments was her talking about the divas uh, in a time period where women still were not taken seriously in this business. This is what I believe to be the spark that started the evolution of women's wrestling again, in my opinion, but this is a clip of Maria talking about how the divas fought for more time, how they, they were in Vince's offices every day, demanding for more chances, more TV time, more exposure. And the quote she used, which was fantastic was the first ones through the wall, get the bloodiest. And this is a clip of her talking about that and about how we both shared the same opinion that them fighting for everything led us to where we are now in terms of women's wrestling and the exposure that women's wrestling has gotten. So get a clip of this number three, my top 10, Maria Canales. The one I always like to use is the person through the wall first gets the bloodiest. And I think that's why so much has been put on us is because we were the ones fighting. We were the ones that were in the, uh, in Vince's office and in talent relations and fighting. And um, as time went on, many of us got released because we were fighting so hard. So we're the ones, we're the bloodiest of them all. We're the ones that get certain people like to look at as the untalented ones. But um, as I have put that to put that to certain stars of today that have said, oh, well, the divas weren't talented is I said, well, you should be thankful um, that we were willing to speak up at that time because it wasn't like it is today. Um, where there is a little bit more space for women in this industry. Back then, there was no space. Again, Maria, if you're watching, uh, which you're probably not, but if you are, thank you again so much for the time. It was an honor to uh, to share your story and have that conversation. Uh, I felt it to be really, really, really life-changing. And also, uh, you know, I got to geek out a little bit and spend an hour with my one of my teenage crushes. So thank you again for everything you have done for the wrestling business. And it does not go unnoticed, at least in my opinion. I, I do believe you were one of those ladies that fought for everything that we have today. So thank you for that. Now for number two. Um, I'm recording this section again a couple of days after. Uh, I had originally edited the 200 and everything was kind of ironed out. Number two was always going to be my conversation with Nick Aldis, but I had a much different clip. Uh, the clip I had was um, him re-educating me that ROH was very involved in All In. And um, I was approached by another site that I was affiliated with to start doing these one-minute clips of interviews and then putting the description of the interview in the, uh, or the link to the interview in the description. And I started doing that. And um, I got an email from Nick. Um, basically, um, my integrity was questioned and um, he kind of called me out on making clickbait, which again, I'm new to this whole YouTube thing, even though I've been on it for three some odd years. Uh, I've only really been doing YouTube stuff for about the last year of this four and a half year journey. And uh, I didn't know the terms clickbait or any of that kind of stuff. And it just so happened that the clip that we released with Nick was that segment of him educating me on ROH's involvement. And I guess based on the timing, that I'm recording this on Double or Nothing Weekend, it could be construed that I'm trying to rile up AEW or their fan base. That was not the intention at all. Um, I was told to keep the clips under a minute or in and around a minute. And I had another gentleman from the site making the thumbnails. And I guess the way things panned out, if you look at it in the grand scheme of things, 100% could be construed as clickbait. 
but my intention was not that I thought it was just putting my content on another YouTube page, trying to draw attention to the interviews. So people would come and watch the full interview in hindsight. Was it the best clip? No. Did I make a mistake? Yes. Um, all we can do is own it and learn from it. So Nick, all this, if you're watching was not my intention. I did reply to the email trying to explain things and that I didn't ask for clarification fully on all this terminology. Again, I'm new to it. So I was naive in the situation. So I apologize 150%. And um, I hope you'll reconsider your position and maybe down the line, come back as a guest on the show. But if you don't, I fully understand. But my reputation is all I have. And I didn't get into this to make billions of dollars. I didn't get into this to, um, I got into this just for love and passion for wrestling. And um, that's what we do here on Straight Talk. We deliver the truth, no matter what. And uh, this is a situation I'm going to fully own. Uh, it may not even come out. Nobody may care. But I had to get it off my chest. And the best way to do is to bring the truth to the masses. And I can't say I'm Straight Talk Wrestling if I don't tell you guys straight up what's happening behind the scenes. So again, uh, everything's been pulled from that site. We've parted ways amicably. There was no money earned on it. Um, if anything, in this four and a half year journey, I have put out more than I have gotten back. Yes, I've sold a few t-shirts, but it doesn't recover the cost of equipment, upgrading computers, so forth and so on. But at the end of the day, I got into this to have great conversations with great people. And the conversation with Nick Aldis was a bucket list conversation for sure. And it was one of the ones I'll cherish. And um, I hope that he does see this. Um, but the fact is, is that um, if nobody sees it, at least I could say that I put my side out there and I owned up to everything. And I was completely wrong. I was naive in the situation. I didn't ask for clarification on how things were going to work or be done. And uh, I made the decision to have the clips cut that way. And that's all on me. And it was never meant to entice or enrage a fan base or a company. I'm a fan of wrestling. And I love all the companies, good or bad. WWE, NWA, Impact, MLW, AEW. Uh, I have negative and positive things to say about all of them. But uh, never was malicious or intent to be clickbait. Now, in this process, I have learned from that. And I know what clickbait is. And you guys can check my site, go through the archives. There is no clips of any of the interviews. I just put the interviews out fully. That's the way I choose to do it. I'm not saying anybody else that does that kind of stuff is engaging in clickbait. This I did not believe to be clickbait. But um, perception is perception. And I'm not going to deny that. So in saying that, that clip is now null and void. The clip I'm going to show you guys is a clip of Nick talking about for his first time seeing the NWA studio and how cool it was to be in that nostalgic environment. So take a look. I'd put it up there with, with the sort of top five experiences of my career. Like that first day, that first show, the, 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 you know, you were, or that, that first set of tapings. Um, I think everyone who is involved in that looks at it as you know, it's one of the fondest memories of their careers I, because it was special, you know, and, and it, that, that, that venue, that place is special. There's an energy to that building that just, that just works. And, um, obviously I was, it was gratifying for me because I was, you know, I'm so heavily involved in the process, um, that <clears throat> to, to just, you know, to be privy to the development sort of bit by bit and and then to finally get there and to walk in to see the, the finished thing was just you know so and and watching everyone else come in and just see them all start because i'm sure that i'm sure there were a lot of guys who were kind of who were a little skeptical or were thinking like we're doing studio wrestling i guess i don't know why i don't really you know because they weren't they weren't all in on the on the concept or on the brand like i was um and then they and they shouldn't have, you know, because they they, they didn't they didn't need to be that invested at that point. They were just guys taking a booking. Again, super cool moment. Um, talking about the NWA studio, a lot of history there, a uh, lot of just you know nostalgia for sure. And uh, to be working in a facility like that again, uh, it's pretty cool considering the history that surrounds the NWA and everything like that. Definitely a cool moment. So that is number two. And now finally, on to number. One. One. Which should come as no shock or surprise to anyone because of how much I love these two gentlemen. And uh, I'm a big fan of tag team wrestling. Yeah, you guessed it. That's my conversation with Doc Gallows and Carl Anderson, the Good Brothers. 
man, oh man, what a, what a great conversation went just over 30 minutes, but we talked a lot about so many things. And this is a clip. Uh, actually, it's one of my favorite moments in um, the conversation. This is a clip of the young bucks talking uh, to Carl through text. And he literally flashes the phone at the screen and he says, so look, guys, we're 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 not you know separate. We're still we're still together, and it was a pretty cool moment. I mean, I don't have the young bucks on my show, but I saw the text message come through. And as a wrestling fan, you marked out a little bit. I don't care anybody that didn't. If you watched that interview, you marked out a little bit. I know I did. But check out this clip, and I'm also going to show a bonus clip of Carl Anderson right after this one. Carl Anderson talking about how much he loves and respects coming to Canada. So when the borders open, we know we're going to get the Good Brothers back uh, in the north because. Uh, I love them. And I know there's a lot of other fans up here in the North that love them, but check out these two clips. The first one is a uh, phone flash of the text message from uh, Matt Jackson of the young bucks. And the second clip is uh, Carl Edison, how much uh, he loves and respects Canada. Check out both of these clips guys. And right now, like you can just, can you see that? Yep. All right, good. Yeah. Young buck, Matt still messages. So we're still tight guys. We're back. We're not, we're not, we're not uh, in, in a battle. We text each other all day. That's a straight talk. All day, every day. Straight talk. Yeah, talking, yeah straight talk the, exclusive, uh, baby. Didn't hear the talking shop with the Young Bucks uh, last week. You should give that a We used to not always love going into Canada because it was always trouble trying to get into the fucking, the customs used to drive you fucking crazy and then trying to figure out certain innuendos. But I have to be honest, the years of traveling with WWE got us into Montreal. We had found an awesome uh, Yakiniko or a Korean barbecue, shabu shabu place or hot pot. Uh, we found we have a, a love for this for the spot in Toronto that we uh, uh, always stayed at and around the, the Toronto airport there. And so now I actually uh, with the Winnipeg airport, you just walk right across to the to the Marriott. Yep. I know about Canada now. And so I, I love and respect Canada a lot now. So that's it. That is the top 10. And it was a hard list to get through. And there's so much more that I could have highlighted and showcased. Uh, but you know, I wanted to keep it short, sweet, simple to the point. Uh, point. And this is a, a, a love letter to my audience, my fan base, the straight talk faithful, and to all the amazing conversations that I've had in the show, all the guests that I've had. I appreciate every single one of them more than I think they could ever know. And if this all ends tomorrow, uh, to go back through my archives and look at all these conversations just would still bring a smile to my face. And um, also big shout out to my partner in crime, my PIC, uh, the mini host, my little girl. Uh, sorry, just getting a little bit emotional. Uh, to see where you've come from when we started the five questions to where you are now. Uh, just a proud dad moment. Uh, you are the future of podcasting and everyone that has shown you support and love. I appreciate more than I ever could from all the amazing podcasts that have shown her love and us love Joe phone, the ring, dirty heels, Clark street wrestling circle of debate podcast. Um, you know, rewind, recap, relive uh, the Titan Tron uh, Alliance pro wrestling network, Gillamy talks, Ontario Indie Wrestling uh, Network, uh, Johnners Pro Wrestling Network, Pop Culture Wrestling, uh, everyone that has embraced uh, the mini host and has coined her, not me, they coined her. I just called her the interview princess uh, because she is my princess. She's daddy's little girl. And um, they've all coined her as the future of podcasting. And uh, much love to you guys. Much love to all those podcasters that I shouted out. And they were in the shout outs both at the beginning of the show and at the end of the show. Uh, you stay humble in this business and you're rewarded with friends and colleagues and friendships and, uh, you know, connections that are made. Uh, you get an ego in this game. You deserve your failure. I tweeted that a long time ago and I stand firm on that. Have I had some amazing guests? Yes. Have other podcasts had them? Yes. So don't gloat when you get them because a lot of other podcasters have gotten them. If they're willing to give you the time, just enjoy that moment. Uh, because at the end of the day, I'm a fan. We're all fans. We all started our podcast for this reason. So if you're in this for views or for clout or for gloating, I don't have any time or respect for you. So, um, but to all those podcasts that I did shout it out, there's no egos there. And I love it. Appreciate them all. They are my brothers. And thank you for the love that you've shown straight talk wrestling. And thank you for the love that you've shown the mini host, because it's hard for a kid to put herself out there, but she does. And she does it so well. She's better than me. And that's not just me being a dad. That's me being truthful. I look at her, her interviews and I look at mine. And I stumble over my words. 
She never stumbles. She's always calm, cool, and collective. Uh, that's my little girl. So proud Dow moment. Mini host, I love you. And uh, thank you for jumping on this journey with me. And um, that's it. So once I wrap up here and I say my goodbyes, uh, there's going to be more shout outs at the end of the show. So guys, again, thank you to all the connections and podcast friends that I've made in this business. Uh, any podcast that I missed that I didn't shout out, I'm so sorry. Um, but you're all special to me. And I value our friendships and the conversations that we've had. I've had podcast guests on Straight Talk. They've welcomed me into their houses. And it's always a good time when wrestling fans get together and just discuss wrestling. And, um, you know, that's, it's all love at the end of the day. Uh, great group of guys, great group of podcasters, just passionate people who love wrestling and love to have kick-ass conversations about wrestling. And yeah, that's it for me. That's it. That's it for the 200. It's done. It's in the can. Um, so yeah, thank you guys so much. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. We're going to keep the content coming as often and as fast and furious as we can. Like I said, when I start the new shoot job, schedule may change a bit. I may post a different day of the week. I may go to bi-monthly. Who knows? But I'm still going to keep the content coming as regularly as I can. And um, thank you again, everyone who's taking the time out to listen, to watch, to like, to comment, to subscribe, negative or positive. Uh, at least you took the time to watch the content and that I appreciate. Well, again, thank you guys. And this journey to 200 has been incredible, humbling and honoring. And uh, I hope that my list has made you proud. I hope the conversations that I've had have made them proud and enjoyable and fun to watch. And can't wait for the next 200, next 400, next thousand, whatever it is. Straight Talk Wrestling is thriving. And we're honored and happy if you welcomed us into your lives on a regular basis. So as I sign off for the 200, peace, love, and wrestling. We'll see you guys next week. Peace. How are you, everybody? My name is Brandon Ascari, co-founder and co-owner of Global Syndicate Wrestling. I was recently a guest on the podcast with George at Straight Talk Wrestling, and I just wanted to say congratulations, man, on 200 episodes. Stay strong, keep fighting, and we'll see you soon. This is everybody's daddy and favorite barber, Raunchy Ronnie Randelson. And the sexiest man alive and God's favorite son, AC Coca. George, congratulations on 200 episodes. 200 yeah take it to the limit what's good this your boy kenny stones aka coffee weast and one half of the dirty hills man you know what the name you know the slogan man i'm here to say happy 200th episode to my boy george mccall over there at straight talk wrestling man we love and we see what you're doing man keep doing it man we can't wait to see what you got to hold in the future for us man peace and this message has been dirty heels approved hello hello this is Gabriel Fuerza, a.k.a. Jay Wheeler. And I just wanted to send a big congratulations to George and everybody else at Straight Talk Wrestling Podcast on their huge milestone of 200 episodes. Bravo, guys. And here's to many more. Hey, guys, this is Gilmi. I just want to say a big congratulations to George Mackay and Straight Talk Wrestling on coming up on 200 episodes. That is a huge number. Amazing. Amazing. Congratulations, and I hope you're around for uh, 200 more. Keep them keep him, uh, coming out, bud. Professional wrestler Holden Albright congratulating my friend, George McKay, on 200 episodes. That's crazy. And I actually have my own podcast. This is Brendan. Uh, and I actually interviewed George. Hear that chat later on. It'll be going up middle of April. But once again, George, congratulations from friend to friend. That's fucking awesome. Congrats. Talk to you soon. Hey, George. It's Ian Riccoboni from Ring of Honor Wrestling, and I just want to wish you congratulations on 200 episodes of your podcast, Straight Talk Wrestling. 200 is a huge milestone, and you should be really proud of what you've accomplished. That means you've been at it for nearly four years, and that's something to really hang your hat on. I know that you cover wrestling locally in Ontario and across the world, and I just want to say hi to your daughter, Minnie Host, and that's from your friend, Adam. So George and many hosts from Straight Talk Wrestling, he wants me to remind you, Hayes is still number one, and he wants me to wish you congratulations. And what an accomplishment that is. Ring of Honor just hit 500. Hope, here's hoping to you and many hosts reaching 500 as well. 
Happy wrestling and congratulations on reaching that great milestone. Hey, this is Jock Sampson, the greatest of all time. And I just want to say congratulations to the straight talk wrestling people. The, the best daddy daughter connection, uh, you know, in the wrestling podcast business to 200 more. I uh, just keep kicking ass. Great job. See you later. Hey George, it's uh, Jonas here from the Wrestling with Jonas podcast and the Jonas Podcasting Network. I uh, just want to say a massive congratulations on your 200th episode. A fantastic achievement, a great milestone, and uh, here's to 200 more. Um, yeah, keep it real, my friends. Take care. Yeah, well done. It's Justin Sane here. I just want to let you guys know that one of my favorite podcasts, Straight Talk Wrestling, has reached 200 episodes. That is huge. Congratulations, guys. Keep killing it. And keep those awesome interviews coming. You know what's up when we rolling up. Sweeter than coffee cup full of folders, bruh. Sweet daddy, sweet line on night. The guy that all the ladies, yes, all the ladies call Black Lavender. Sending a big shout out to Straight Talk Wrestling on two, 200 episodes and many, many more. Don't get mad, baby. Just get you. Folks, Lewis Crown here from the Alliance Pro Wrestling Network. Just want to congratulate George Mackay of Straight Talk Wrestling for hitting episode number 200. Congratulations, George. Keep up the great work. You're great at what you do. And I'm looking forward to doing this again for episode 400, 600, 800, 1,000, 2,000, 4,000, 6,000, 10,000, and on and on and on. Hey, Speedball Mike Bailey here. Just wanted to give a little shout out to my friends at Straight Talk Wrestling. Who are coming up in our 200th episode. So congratulations, well done, and keep on keeping on. Gentlemen, this is the host of Devious One I've been seeing here from Circle Bay Podcast. And I'm here to go ahead and wish mi hermano, mi hermano, my brother. He is my family. And of course, the queen of podcasts, the mini host, and also Mr. George Mackay, wishing you guys uh, congratulations on your 200th episode. We're all really happy for you. Give us another 200 more and another 200 more and another 200 more after that. And, man, we love everything what you guys do on your on Straight Talk Wrestling. Every content is phenomenal, incredible, fantastic content you guys have. And continue keep on, you know, growing. This is Nick Dieterding with the Universal Wrestling Podcast. And I just want to say congratulations on 200 episodes and many more to come. Keeping it real since day one. Straight Talk Wrestling, congrats. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to tune in next week for another great episode on all available podcast platforms and hosted on Podbean. Also, check us out on YouTube at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Instagram at Straight Talk Wrestling, on Facebook at Straight Talk Wrestling, and on Twitter at underscore Straight Talk. And if you feel the need to buy some sweet merch, check us out on ProWrestlingTees.com. Leaving the scene with no trace. None in my lead. You out of place. I'm not at the top. I'm out of space. And eat with us. We're out of place. I'm doing fine. I'm feeling great. You're not my fan. You can't relate. Straight talk going state to state.